In the chill, the chill of night, I could see another crowd, like a streak of light. Rise, just in time. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can Spins away This is episode 575 for October 2019 And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast And I'm your host, Brad Douglas That opening theme is the Spider-Man 60s theme song As sung by the group Midtown And they have a YouTube page uh, called Barbershop Barber shop, they're sharp, but they're also in a barber shop, Harmony Society. Again, barber shop, Harmony Society over on YouTube. Great sounding group. I think the, they've got a lot of stuff up there. That sounds really cool. So check them out. Before we get to the episode, I want to personally thank people that made this episode possible. They do that each and every month by supporting us over on Patreon.com/crawlspace. Uh, without their help, we wouldn't have a podcast. Plain and simple. So I want to thank, uh, personally, Robert, James, Alex, Frazetta Hulk, David, Laura, Chris, Avenji, AJ, Stephen, Michael, Scott, Brian, Austin, Kian, Zach, Jay, Stephen, Jonathan, JB, Matthew, Taylor, Dowd, Symbiobro, Frederick, Will, Patrick, Hefskimo, Alex, hashtag something good for you, Nick, Thomas, Ricky, Stuart, Michael K, Stephen, Andrew, Christopher, Craig. Thank you again, each and every one of you, for helping us pay the bills, which aren't cheap. Uh, again, this podcast would not be on the air without help from patreon.com slash crawlspace. So thank you again. If you'd like to sign up, log on to that website. We've also got a link on the right-hand side of spidermancrawlspace.com. It's also at the bottom of every article on the front page. All right, let's get on with the episode. Here we go. We're going to review uh, three issues of Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, number 829 to 831. Before we get there, we have a new iTunes review since we last we recorded. Whoa. Uh, by the way, uh, Chartable.com uh, sent me an email and they said, Hey, uh, we are a service that uh, scans iTunes from all around the world. So now I can easily read what, if I get an iTunes review from... Outside of the United States, it'll show up on this chartable.com. So. And if it's foreign, you can just run it through Google Translate and massacre it terribly. True. That's true. I don't know why anyone would write a review not in English because I because I don't think they if they speak English they could anyway. Actually, we we uh, we've I think we've gotten reviews from Brazil before or something like that. Mm-hmm. Here yeah. I will I will look. I have an easy, easy way, but let me read this first one posted on September nineteenth from Frank W. Dixon. 
subject yeah. title, if you love all things Spider-Man, you'll love the crawl space. Five out of five stars. I'll st- start by saying, quote, thank you to the entire crawl space team. This is a great Spider-Man podcast due to the fact that I drive two hours a day for work. I listen to a lot of podcasts. When I searched Spider-Man, the crawl space came up. I've been listening every day since, and the podcast is fun, informative, and passionate about Spidey. Spider-Man has always been my favorite hero, and I always loved his comics. However, I haven't been reading comics for five or so years now due to a lull in interest after ASM 700. This podcast has changed that for me. I'm currently doing a complete read-through of Amazing Volume 1 on Marvel Unlimited. I'm trying to catch up on the Nick Spencer stuff. I run all the seg. I love all the segments on the crawl space, and all the panelists are great too. George and Jr. crack me up all the time. Thank you, Brad and Crawl Space team, for this great podcast. High five, George. <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend the crawl space to any fan of the Webhead. So, you know what, Brad? Yo. Um, because I listen to a lot of podcasts. Mostly, what I listen to is like D and D podcasts, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I listen to other podcasts like. This is weird. I listen to like a lot of paranormal podcasts, like Bigfoot and UFOs and crap like that, and ghosts, right? right? Which is which is something that we should all be expecting. And um, mm-hmm. so, one of the things I do is like whenever I find a podcast, I look at number one how many episodes there actually are, mm-hmm. and then I go to the reviews and I start looking to like when the most recent reviews were, like when the review stopped. Because yeah. if it was like, yeah, like the last review came in like 2015 or something like that, and there's like, you know, there's so many, I'm like, okay, they stopped. This is a dead podcast now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I kind of don't want to listen to it. But like when people come to our podcast, you know, they don't have that problem. They're like, episode, what are we into now? I mean, oh gosh, uh, we are on, well, you would ask me that. Five, I just made a graphic for the new one today at 573. Wow. I mean, like people yeah. are just like, holy crap. No, five seventy four. I was one off. Oh, yeah. I can listen to this for a decade at work, like literally. <laughs> yeah, because the show, the show's over. We've been doing it for a decade, so you don't have to put the mic away. There you go. Right All there. Right. Is that right. better? No, yeah. don't, don't yell. Don't yell. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm just okay. talking. There, yeah, that's your level. Right there. There's your level. Lower. Um, just continue but, to talk. By the way, the uh, George said, where have we gotten reviews from in the past? Since um, I started the new feed, I think in 2013, here is the countries that have written in. Argentina, Australia, Canada, Colombia, Great Britain, Ireland, New Zealand, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, and the United States. So huh. I wonder what the uh, Ireland one was about. Let me read this. The Ir- Irish one. From 2015. A- Way to insult our Irish fan base. Hey, uh, mm-hmm. More amazing than the comics it reviews. This one's from Scarlet Pig sixty two in Ireland. Whoa, <laughs> my bad. Uh, this podcast covers all aspects of the webhead, from reviews of the current comics to crazy news about people robbing places dressed as Spider Man. <laughs> oh. don't, en- don't encourage him. That's okay? really funny, especially Jr. and George, who are a treat to listen to. When, 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 when was this? You'll love these guys. <laughs> when was this? When was this? This was in 2015 from Scarlet Pig 62 yeah. in Ireland. <laughs> Kirby and JR, yeah. <laughs> let's go to, to Colombia. Well, that's kind of fun. 2016, Ombre Aranya writes, great podcast. If you like Spider-Man, if you read Spider-Man, you are a con- if you are continuity obsessed with Spider-Man, this is the show for you. Like a good comic, this podcast is continuity heavy. 
not necessarily to listen to every episode, but the jokes will be funnier. The cast is diverse. You can really see why they love Spider-Man. However, the current estate of the comics is really affecting them. If you think you really know Spider-Man, listen to the Jeopardy episodes and test your knowledge. English is my second language, so I appreciate how clear they speak. Highly recommended from Colombia. Unless I'm talking, apparently. Yeah. There you go. Um, do we go? No, I'm not going to participate in the, this year's Jeopardy episode because I was thoroughly humiliated last year. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. okay, so I've this year. All right, that's great. Uh, another. No, 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 Jr. You have to come back because you have to beat his ass. Sorry, I had to, I had to step away and do something. What was Jr. whining about? He's he's dropping out of Jeopardy because he's scared of me. That's pretty much what no, he no. Said. He's dropping out of Jeopardy because he happened to tie with Brad. And, you know, and Brad, Brad broke the tie. Break. Then I look, broke yeah. the tie at the end. You bet. Look, look, serious. look. Jr. is like the New England Patriots. Of, uh, <laughs> he's like the New England Patriots of Spider Jeopardy without having to cheat, though. Uh, that's true. To, I let's mean, let's go to Argentina from 2014. Love it. This podcast is great. The panel's hosts are real fun to listen to. You can tell they're enjoying what they do and their love for Spidey pumps the quality show way up. I particularly enjoy the reviews since I lost my eyesight some years ago. Oh, it's almost wow. like reading right. the comics once again. Keep the show going, Brad and pals. It's webtastic. Gruntalk from Argentina. I can keep going on this. Let me see. Yeah, we're just uh, going to review. Is it, has this turned into an iTunes review show? I guess so. Uh, well, I, I've just I hope, I, hope he, I hope he doesn't cry for us. So. Our YouTube numbers are dropping. People are like, well, I, no point in turning in now. I came here for here. I'll review. <laughs> I'll, I'll do one. Let me do one more. Yeah, uh, it's always one more with you, Douglas. <laughs> Brad's about to quit. The look on Brad's face is like, I'm done. I'm out. It's I, always I, one more, Douglas. This is the last yeah. show ever. That's what every alcoholic says. probably won't have any from Sweden because no, the, there is the none we had. Sweden. <laughs> we, the time we have callers in from Sweden, we always uh, insult them by assuming that they're ABBA fans. Uh, we don't insult ABBA them. Fans. We ask them, and then they're like, like yes, ABBA? as it turns yes. out, they, they enjoy Last ABBA. one. Last one for this episode from New Zealand. Uh, Sailor Sega. Not too bad, all things considered, is what the subject title <laughs> is. <laughs> Uh, but they, they gave us five out of five stars. I've been a fan of this show in New Zealand since episode one. Woo! This podcast is great. The panelists review the current issues of Spider Books, and I give each issue a late letter grade. There are other shows as well, looking into classic issues too Friday Night Fights and Spider History. Those are entertaining, whether you're reading the comics at this time or are a newbie. Give it a listen. Your ears will thank you. New Zealand, thank you very much. That's awesome. Very good. Okay, that is the last one. So if you are for listening from around the world, I can now read your comment on the air. Thanks to this, Chartable.com. This, this turned into an iTunes clip show. I know. <laughs> okay. So let's tackle ASM 829. Who's got that issue? Who's reviewing that? Uh, it is. 820, uh, yes, 829. Yes, sir. All right. Amazing Spider-Man number, legacy number 829. The actual number is volume 528. Let me pull up this cover. You got the kingpin beating up Spidey. And Which doesn't actually quit. happen in the... Well, he yeah. doesn't physically attack Spider-Man in the issue. Boomerang's looking not too hot either. Yeah, yeah. lots of blood. That, that's uh, that's Ryan Otley's specialty is blood. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> He likes he likes all it's that. good-looking cover, though. Oh, yeah, great-looking cover. Good-looking uh, cover. Uh, it's actually, oh, that's actually the- one of my... Only the kingpin could pull off an ascot anymore, can he? I mean, that still looks cool, right? Oh, sp- speaking of 
Just real quick, that uh, Funko has got like a Ramita Senior. Oh, I know. Uh, you, that's uh, awesome, isn't it? Oh, that, that, that looks so cool. He's got the thick Ramita Senior eyebrows. And oh, I know. It looks so it's good. so cool. Yep. Okay, so take me through this, Zach. Speaking of Kingpin, there you go. Uh, I got a Marvel legend for everything. Anyway, so it is It is written by uh, Nick Spencer. Kev Walker is the penciler. John Dell is the inker. It is Who Runs? Who Run the World? Part 3. The syndicate uh, is composed of Beetle and White Rabbit and Scorpia and P- Trapster with... back just a smidge more. Just, there you go. Right there. Talk How now. about now? Much better. Much better. Okay. okay. Uh... Trapster, a doctor, sometimes called Lady Octopus, and they attack the Feast Center. And uh, Peter then shows back up, and he's climbing over a skylight, and then he finds out that oh, there you are, Robbie, Ro- uh, Randy Robinson is uh, making out with the Beetle. Mm-hmm. So and I've got uh, the previews from Marvel.com up here, where you can yep. order it digitally. They give you three issues to preview. So uh, three pages to th- preview. <laughs> they give you three issues. No, three pages. You're right. Yeah. Go ahead. So. Uh, that Beetle and, and Randy have a conversation. Meanwhile, Peter is trying to find his old long-distance spider tracer receiver. It's kind of crazy that it still works. Anyway, because uh, Fred, Fred had a uh, spider tracer that, that uh, Peter slipped on him in the previous issues. So, anyway, we get back to the syndicate, and, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of... Um, uh, they're, they're, they're doing some shenanigans, basically. Uh... Um, Wilson Fisk is standing outside of where the syndicate are, and basically they're he's demanding, making some demands. Spidey shows up, and uh, Fred basically, you know, says to uh, to the syndicate, "You idiots! She sold you out because, well, I'm Fred and I know everything." Anyway, Spidey then's fighting the uh, the 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 anti spider squad that was reformed into like this. Uh, SWAT team group. Uh, then we, we then cut to uh, Beetle, you know, blowing stuff up, grabbing Fred, basically, you know, show, kind of showing her true colors. Meanwhile, um, uh, Peter basically goes, "Look, if you uh, if you hurt people, I'm telling your boyfriend." So. Um, some more, some more uh, stuff continues to occur, and uh, you know, Peter's like, "Why is the, uh, why is the kingpin after you?" And then we get all that in off-panel land. Mm. We don't find out why the kingpin is exactly uh, fighting with them. Uh, meanwhile, the armor transport that's transporting the syndicate, well, uh, <laughs> they they were able to escape. Meanwhile, the fa- at the feast center. Um, Randy's on the phone, and this big guy with his turtleneck and his purple jacket, he's like, you know, uh, he's like, who are you, bud? And he's like, oh, good. You got some more mops? We got boomerang blood all over here. And so basically, this group comes in to re- rebuild the Feast Center. Apparently, all of the uh, all of the red tape that had been mired with the Feast Center is, is suddenly uh, taken care of by a hotshot uh, attorney named... Janice Lincoln, mm. a.k.a. the Beetle. Uh, turns out the Beetle has a heart of gold after all. Anyway, uh, thanks to uh, some probably some mob pushing um, through, uh, through her father, a.k.a. Tombstone, everything is dandy and grand. <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. that is the end of the issue. I- so, what, what's your uh, grade on it? 
Um, it is a B minus. Uh, okay. For me, the reason why I'm giving it a B minus is because of the artwork. Uh, this is this artwork is uh, I would put it on the mediocre. Uh, this is uh, we've had a lot better art uh, throughout Spencer's run, and this is probably the le- my least favorite artwork of any of the issues that have occurred in the last 28 issues. So yeah. I, I really think that this artwork is just, I, I've seen better work on the crawl space. I'll just tell you that. And, <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I'm sorry. I have, I, I've seen some talented artists come and go with, uh, throughout the years on crawl on, on the message board and I've seen better art from them. So yeah, my okay. bad. So a B minus out of Zach, let's go around the horn. George, what do you give it? A plus. A. Woo. I like this. Okay, uh, Chi Town. A. A. McNulty. B plus. A JR. B minus. C plus out of me. Woof. Ooh. Ooh. Man. Ooh. All right. Man, I'm backing up. Art must have really, really, now, must, uh, now really must not really like the cover. When was the last time I, I alone gave something the highest grade? Yeah, well, yeah, welcome, no welcome to the Twilight Zone. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. So, yeah, the uh, Hell's Freezing Over? Yeah, yeah, I heard. No doubt. Okay. <laughs> so, Zach, big pros. What's the big pros out of you? Uh, I, I love the characterization of of uh, Peter in this issue. I, I I kind of found it funny when when uh, Randy's talking to to Janice about how it, the roommate that he always complains about is not in fact Fred, but it's actually Peter. Yeah. And Peter's mm-hmm. like, wait, what? Uh, that that made me laugh. Um, I like the characterization of of Fred and the Beetle, but you know this. The, this was a this was an issue that um, uh, type of issue that I look I, would, I was looking forward to when I when we got Spencer, which was bringing in the superior foes and utilizing them. Uh, I love the fact that we're seeing Lady Ock. It tickles my ninety fancy, nineties uh, oh. <laughs> fancy. Um, it does. It, it, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Lady Ock fan, so because um, she's from that wretched story, according to George. Is known as Lady Ock the same? Named yes. character that was in yes. Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. No, oh, mm. Carolyn Trainer is it Carolyn no. Trainer? Carolyn Trainer was not in Spider Verse. That no, was, that, well, was, that, was, that was like Octavia. Uh, Lady Oct- Spider, wasn't it? No, yeah. no, 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 no. That was um, in, in Spider Verse. Her name Spider. was. The, oh yeah, that was yeah. She was, was uh, she was Octavia. Uh, Octavia, yeah. yeah, in the in the Spider Verse. In, in Octavia Otto, Rome. I think. Was oh, her okay, name. different. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, it was a whole different character. Never mind. Okay, so what's your pros? Pro's uh, characterization, I thought was good. Uh, I liked the kingpin kind of outsmarting his, you know, his his uh, promise to to uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, I came, I want to call him Sense Demon, but it's not Sense. It's Kindred. Uh, Kindred basically, yeah. you know, he's keeping his deal with with uh, Kindred alive, basically. Um, and I like how Peter basically uses the situation to his advantage. I like how he used his brain to basically use the syndicate to get you know past this situation. And uh, ultimately, he saves the day and, and everything along those lines. Okay. What's some other pros out of the panel? Um, well, for starters, I think just to emphasize, go back to a little bit to the uh, characterization of Boomerang and Beetle. Um, I like how the fact that even though Janice thinks that she is kind of, you know, oh, basically trying to you know get revenge on fred and stuff she's far more like him than she wants to admit and i thought that it came across very well in this issue especially when you know because you know after all it takes one to know you know with fred it takes one to know you know 
takes one to know one in terms of like, can you figure out how he was basically double crossing everybody like this? And also how Janice is basically also not above trying to kind of lie and manipulate to get what she wants, especially when you get to see the uh, interaction between her and uh, Randy in the beginning. I mean, she's just kind of like the way she kind of all, you know, so I kind of like the, the, the implication there that her time with Fred has kind of made her um, a lot more like him, essentially. And plus the fact she is a lawyer. So, you know, there's that angle too. So I kind of like that, you know, how Spencer's kind of showing that with these, with these two, with the, with those two characters and showing that they're, they're, they're kind of two peas in the pod, even though they, they both would not admit it in, in at all. I don't know if George or anything, because you know, you're more of a superior foes. You're definitely a superior foes fan. Like I am. I don't know if you would agree with that or not, or just, yeah. no, I, I love the whole thing because it makes you, it, mm-hmm. I love superior foes. Yeah. And it's making me love everything Spencer's doing with amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I, I loved, I, I think I like, I wound up liking Superior Foes so much more because at the time Superior Foes was out, it was, you know, I, I had stopped reading the main title. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was like uh, Untold Tales of Spider-Man yeah, in the 90s where the Clone Saga was going on. So, um, so that's why, that's why I'm getting such a, such a big kick out of all this, I think. Mm-hmm. I, and I think that integrating those stories into Spider-Man's world, Superior Foes kind of took place in its own little pocket stuff, divorced from everything else, and it was able to utilize villains and create new villains in the case of Janice, that were able to bring out a, a comedic element to the, some of these C-list characters, like Shocker, like Fred, like, like Janice, and, and they, made them, they made them three-dimensional. Uh, Spencer did a great job with the characterization of these characters because they still felt true. I mean, Fred is a dastardly devil, but he's basically the the, t- the type of character that uh, you know you you want to root for because you know he he is a dastardly devil, but you know what? He kind of got that little bit of heart of gold, and there and you're seeing that now with Janice. Mm-hmm. So I, I like I like that. Um, I like that there's there's growth within, you know, far too often it seems like with Spider-Man the last 15 years, with JMS it was so focused on Peter and Mary Jane and Aunt May, and there wasn't any supporting cast other than the, than the Avengers. And then, to, to counterbalance that, they went so far with Brand New Day to focus on the uh, supporting characters, and there was no focus on Peter. Hmm. There feels like there's a balance between... The focus on the main character and the focus on, on the supporting cast, and it just makes it a more richer world when there's an equal representation. Mm-hmm. Uh, other pros that we haven't talked about. Feel free, anybody. I love. Uh, I just. I mean, I love the humor. Uh, we've Zach has brought up the characterization. I love the characterization. I love every bit of Fred in this. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm. I'm just. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm quickly becoming. Fred is like a superstar to me now. <laughs> um, when, when I build my legends, my legend, my Le- Marvel Legends avatars for uh, the crawl space, I always put Fred as as Barryman. Yeah, I love. <laughs> I, I, I'm just. I'm eating up with Fred. Yeah, uh, but I love. I love Janice. I love. I love Janice's or uh, not Jan- um, Electro's uh, reaction, like when. Uh, like when Spider-Man is like, uh, you know, when he tells her, you know, if you if you seriously injure anybody or kill anybody, 
uh, I'm going to tell your boyfriend. And then she's like, no bodies, shoot to offend. <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> I died. And, and then Electro was like, I hate this, you know, censored gang. Oh, man, I was dying. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. was. I was uh, howling. Look, I, this, <laughs> Spencer made me like she Electro. Okay? Yeah. I hated mm-hmm. The whole concept of killing off Electro during that awful, the worst, the worst clone story that it's ever been produced, aka clone conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I mean, bringing, it's anything uh, with clone in it, really. Well, no, just, just, <laughs> just, 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 all right. The fact that that we got this like basically woke version of Electro <clears throat> for no reason. We kill off Max Dillon for no reason. Replace him with a chick. So basically, it's Electro with boobs. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, that's so, basically what she was before before she came into this uh, story. I mean, it's so, true. So I, yeah. I'm not saying anything that's wrong. So the person that gave it the second the second lowest grade is Jr. So let's hear your problems with it. Are you? Or what was your pros? I apologize. Your pros. You must no, have liked I mean, something. Uh, I, I, it was an amusing story. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I liked uh, I liked the line the the real housewives I, of evil. I, I just thought it was rather clever, you know. Just uh, it, it was an amusing story, but uh, it, it did have some. Uh, you know, I had some issues, but we'll get into cons. So I, uh, I, I didn't mind because Zach uh, went on an art tangent at the beginning. I didn't mind the art so much. It didn't take me out of the story or anything. I, I didn't. Sure did me. I, I really, I, I didn't, I didn't hate the uh, the art all that much. I, I, well, why does Randy look like he's twelve uh, in the first? Like, why uh, does Spider Man have a weird looking head? <laughs> I mean, that is one weird looking Spider Man throughout this. Yeah, whole well, book. They, he kind of has wrinkles. I mean, it's like, it's, it's kind of like. Ugly. Also, ugly. also, I'll go even further because you know me. I'm, I, I'm right now, I'm reading one Spider Man title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Uh, I, I, that, when, when you ask me how much Marvel am I reading, I'm reading one Spider Man title. That's, yeah. that's all. I, I don't read any other Marvel, period. This is all I'm still reading. Um, but I would buy, if we got a superior syndicate, if we got, a, uh, if we got like another, like, limited series with this group with as jr calls them the real housewives of evil uh i would i would read that if i really, I really was was not writing it would you read it uh no yeah no i would need it i would need it to be with spencer yeah uh cons let's zach have hear your cons on it did you gave it an a right yeah, I, I, I okay. gave it an a, uh, no i gave it a b minus oh, and, sorry, and sorry. the the it would have been an a minus if it hadn't been for the artwork, the artwork really hurt this story yep. for me. Um, I think I would have enjoyed it more if it had if it if it had been Ryan Otley drawing it. Um, it just it, it, it's such a contrast. You look at the cover, yep, and it's Ryan Otley and it's great. And then you look on the inside, and it's just not that grand. Right. Uh, it's just you know. I mean, look at. There's a there's a there's a splash page with Spider Man in it. Um, you know, uh, what is? Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Show the one where uh, he's got a funky looking head. Let me see what page uh, it is. Is it this Here. one? Is it that? Oh, uh, that's. Pretty I mean, ugly. Brad, you you used to give uh, Cam and Coley good marks, and he drew Spider Man with an old man pelvis and a hunchback. Yeah, but this <laughs> this this. This can't do it for me. This isn't doing no, it. No, I, I like Cam and Coley a lot. subjective, George, and this offends for my taste in uh, art. I just so, like like the way the like the way she like the way Electro looks in this. It's just yeah. Adam, Adam says, "Wow, Zach is crucifying the artist." Don't forget me. I hated it too, Adam. Well, I, 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 
He says will, Ramos is worse. I will say this. I will say this. Um, a lot of times, uh, for me, just you know, my enjoyment of, of any single issue, um, if the story's good, it's like I don't even. It's almost like I don't even notice the art. Right. If, well, if, if the art, if the art, if the art even even isn't my cup of tea, if the writing is asked, if the writing is terrible, like we have the last ten years, it just makes problems with the art more prevalent. Hmm. I, I agree. Okay. The writing is standard. I mean, it's it's Spencer. My problem with this issue is Spider Man wasn't in it that much. Uh, it was more of a Fred story, and the sinister. What are they called? Syndicate. Is that what they're called? Sinister, sinister Syndicate. syndicate. Yeah. It Which was more a, of a Fred and the Sinister Syndicate with Spider-Man guest starring. That was my problem with it. Mm. And the artwork didn't help it. So this is probably my lowest Spencer grade I've ever given. Mm. The old, my, my only real big problem with this one is where it was kind of like towards the ending. Not with the whole Janice helping fund the you know, fee center. It's when, okay, Boomerang basically tells Spider-Man, oh, why is the Kingpin after him? And we don't hear it. Oh. And it feels like you know, I don't know if it maybe because it's supposed to be like, I guess whatever Fred's soul was supposed to be in the guffin, but at the same time, it's like, it kind of felt like it just kind of, it was just an abrupt ending. Like maybe there was supposed to be another part to this, but then when we get into some of the other issues, it feels like, oh, there's other stuff that is kind of coming between this. So it's almost felt like this, this didn't feel like it really ended. It's still like, it's still kind of. This plot could, point yeah. of, of Fred yeah. stealing some crap from the Kingpin is, is still lingering. Yeah, and this could have easily been a conclusion to that subplot, mm-hmm. and I understand what Mike is saying. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like we're te- like the payoff better be good, right? Like it is better it, be funny. Is it is mm-hmm. it something that's getting delayed because we have all this tie in with this uh, maximum carnage verse crap? I think it is. I think that's why the, why we never got to hear what Fred's well, told I mean, Spider Man. I mean, and, and, and and that in that case, it may be it, it may be a little out of uh, out of Spencer's hands. Probably, probably. It could be. Yeah. It could be. If, if it's like a scheduling thing and they're like, no, uh, I know you're getting to this big reveal, but sorry, we've, we've got to have this tie-in with this garbage title. Mm-hmm. I, no, I, I like that garbage title. No, I think it's I, good. I, Barryman, I'm going to say this. <sighs> I haven't been the biggest Venom fan for a long time. You're not, we're not going to convince George. He's not going to like it. I'll say this. From a purely subjective position, yeah. I'm not a big, like I'm saying, I'm, I'm not a huge Venom fan. Um, his first appearances were his best appearances, but this the the Venom title has been consistently one of the best titles. And Donny Cates, I think, is the second best writer in, in the Spider Group right now, um, <clears throat> behind Spencer. I think I think if you got Donny Cates to because anytime he's brought in Spider Man and had Spider Man involved, Peter Peter is correctly written, and I you know I judge I judge a Spider Man writer a Spider Verse writer if you will. Um, on how the characterization of, of Peter and Eddie and, and, and all the characters that are related that he's writing, are they, are they correct and are they true? I think Donny Cates understands Spider-Man, understands, uh, you know, and has a bit of an understanding of Eddie and has brought Eddie, made Eddie a far more three-dimensional character than, I agree. than, he, than he had been previously portrayed. Uh, YouTube chat is really wanting to know if George and JR have read um, Life Story, and I suspect not. And I is there any you just, read, You've read JR's read a few of the issues, I think. Have you read Life yeah, Story, JR? Yeah, I was. Uh, oh, okay. That question I said I didn't read was uh, I thought it was Superior, Superior Foes. Foes. That's, oh, that's you've not I read Superior Foes. I'm getting it mixed up. George has not read 
life story. Yeah, that's the one by Zadarsky. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's, a, that's a non-starter for me. Well, I'll, I'll say, I'll Jenner, say this, Barry. What, Jenner, what did you think of it? You know, I, I, I guess in a way, I was impressed with the first issue, yeah. And more, and uh, but then I was pretty underwhelmed with the the remainder, to be honest. Mm. And uh, Zach and and I have reviewed it on the Patreon satellite. So if you want to so check go to patreon.com/slash crawlspace and, and for five dollars on a subscription, you get to hear me <laughs> talk about it more. And, there and you go. Thing, I mean, I'm 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 just going solely off of my own experience with Zadarsky, which mm-hmm. was that what was that satellite title he wrote? Like, oh, spectacular. And I'm sorry, that, the way that thing started off was so god awful, goofy. Yeah. That I just I, I was like, I'm out. I'm out. Adam, no, Adam's never again, way never better again. than Zadarsky's wacky like, spectrum, which I would yeah. never again. Never I, again. I, yeah. I will say this, Barryman. It was far and away the best miniseries I've read, Spider-Man related, in the last ten years. Yeah, no, it is actually. Saying, that's not saying much. Well, I know no, it's it, a very it, low bar. That's not a high but, bar to reach. It is legitimate. But, you know, the, if, if the bar yeah. is C, this was an, this was easily an A, mm-hmm. an A title. I, I think it he, did kind of fall off the rails at the end. It, the a end little kind bit. of the last two issues were kind of okay. They mm-hmm. were Bs, but yeah. uh, it was very strong. Yeah, right. The first four issues. Let's. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Mike. Then we're gonna. I was just on. gonna say the only the only thing that really hurt though that series was because you can kind of tell that Zdarsky wanted to kind of expand it, but he was only limited to do six issues. I, I yeah. think if he was allowed you. to do twelve, that he's he gonna been, do six yeah. more. If I had to guess, I bet you I'll, that many. I bet you they're gonna do a they're gonna do yeah. Life Story too. Life Story mm-hmm. is Zdarsky's Spider-Man Human Torch by Slot. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's the, yeah. That, that, that means it's an anomaly in the rest. Of the- <laughs> 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 Hence, why true. it's a miniseries. That is true. And, and it, it, true. he was able. He wasn't tied, trying to make his own continuity. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what Mike Murdoch just said in YouTube chat. All right, we are moving on to ASM number twenty-nine. Uh, this is a Mary Jane centric book with a beautiful Ryan Otley cover on this oh, yeah. one. This is mm-hmm. uh, ASM eight thirty. I apologize. It's Ryan Otley's like like Mark nineties Mark Bagley and, and and McFarlane. McFarlane had a child artistically. <laughs> wow! And they so burst sh- Ryan Otley. Shy Town, you've got this one. It's Mary Jane centric, so I picked you. Oh, there you go, buddy. Take me through it. All right, so we have Amazing Spider-Man uh, number 29 or for Legacy Numbers, 830, written by Spencer, and art done by Francesco Mena, and he does he does a really good job, so I don't want to hear any uh, shaming on art on this <laughs> issue. So, back, shut up. Um, so we start off, uh, let's go back to the Ryan Otley cover. I mean, it is a really good cover. You, it, just looking at it, it's a really good cover. You can actually... Make that um, uh, uh, a, a smartphone wallpaper if you wanted to. Yeah, that, that's a good. That's a good poster cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Seriously. it would make a good message board banner, which is what I did. Mm-hmm. Oh. There you go. I see what yeah. you did there, Douglas. Yeah. Right, so we, we start off the issue with uh, Peter and Mary Jane uh, rehearsing some lines uh, that the movie gig that she was uh, offered, and Peter basically says, "You have to do this. You have to take it." So she decides, okay, I'm going to go do it. And both of them are feeling like they sh- they don't want to leave. You know, Peter doesn't really want her to go, but she wants Peter wants her to succeed. And Mary Jane doesn't really want to go. You know, second chance, she, wa- she wants to stay here with Peter, but, you know, give it a go. You know, she's starting over with uh, her new movie career life. So uh, 
things are being made, they share a kiss, and then Spider-Man says, I'll be right back. I just have to go take care of a few things, and, you know, I'll be right back. Nothing to worry about, but we all know that Peter will not be right back because that's the old Parker luck. But the thing about this issue, it starts off, is that Peter knows that right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, he knows this is, you know, something's going to fall flat. And throughout the rest of the issue, he's kind of like inner monologuing about that. But the one errand that he has to go do is go help out his Aunt May. And then he was going to help Mary Jane uh, pack up the suitcase and then, you know, take her to the airport. Real quick, uh, DC Marvel Fan Guy says, fun fact, the dialogue Peter and Mary Jane are reading from the script is from Web Spinner's Tales of Spider-Man number three. The exchange was between Mysterio and his friend Betsy Schneider. Wow. Ooh. To quote Adam, that's a deep cut. That is <laughs> a deep wow. Cut. Okay, when when Man. when when we we kind of took it for face value that Nick Spencer said he read every Spider-Man book he could that has ever been published. He's read web spinners. He might have. I mean, <laughs> if you're pulling from if wow. you're pulling from web spinners for a Mysterio story with that the the uh, abortion of an art uh, an art now that was some bad art. That man. was some awful yeah. art. <laughs> uh, that was trying so hard to be Ditko, but like it was like oh, the not. It, it, it was like the the dime store di- version of Ditko, dime store that, Ditko. <laughs> that, that that hangs out with a paper sack, just getting drunk all the time. That's Wino Ditko. <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. god. <laughs> He's, what kind of beer, George? What kind of beer would he be drinking? Tell me. Uh, German beer. Uh, From that picture. Uh, that slits. picture. He was drinking no, slits. What, what slits. It wasn't slits. It was like hams or something. <laughs> 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 no, this is not European. I don't know hey, by the way, you're welcome for that for that mental image, folks. PBR. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam says Web Spinners had a dope chameleon arc too by Jenkins. Yeah, I remember. Isn't that yeah. where Mary Jane hit him in the back of the head with a baseball yeah. bat? Yep. That, no, that, that was that was Demetrius. Oh, it was. Okay. That, that was Demetrius. That was awesome, dude. I, if you're the chameleon, yeah. though, you know, it, it's like you'd almost for that go up. It's almost like you'd want to go up against Spider-Man and not his aunt or his crazy wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, he got his yeah. ass kicked by his aunt with with uh, with the uh, drug drug brownies. <laughs> his aunt declared chemical warfare on him, <laughs> and, and his wife. Knocked him so hard, knocked him completely unconscious with a baseball bat. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're the chameleon, how do you come back from that? Well, I don't know, like you're, you know, in her mind, she's like, "Oh my god, it's just, it's a wait, you're just a dude with a mask." Yeah. <laughs> you I mean, like that, was, the, the Jenkins story was, was was where chameleon said he loved Peter. Mm-hmm. That was the Jenkins story. Uh, I love how MJ's like seducing Peter to go up to the room and realizing that it is the chameleon. Like mm-hmm. as soon as she that, kisses him. That, Soon, and then bam, right there with a baseball. Anyway, feel free to continue, Shy Town. Okay, so uh, Peter goes sees uh, Aunt May, and basically, Peter's you know dragging on about uh, like she wants her to succeed, but doesn't really want her to go, doesn't want to hold her back. And basically, Aunt May says, Don't be silly, which is aka, don't be stupid. Tell the girl how you feel. Put a ring on it and la, 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 don't be shy. <laughs> yep. Kiss the girl. Kiss the girl. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and then that old Parker luck comes up where we see Teresa Parker, Peter's long lost sister, has come mm-hmm. back Ugh. and basically oh. has a thing for uh, uh, for her and Peter to go check out because she needs some help. And Peter doesn't want to do it. He's just like, no, no, la, 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 la. I don't want to. I got to go give. MJ, you know, uh, ride to the airport, and but no, um, Teresa's friend is in danger. We need she needs stealthy Spider-Man, even though there's like 
five other Spider-Man out there that can easily <laughs> yeah. help her. Yeah. But um, there's the scene more cuts, every day. The scene cuts to uh, uh, not MCU uh, Nick Fury. Boy, we haven't seen Nick Fury, regular Nick Fury, in a long time. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm always a fan of Hasselhoff Fury. I mean, it's just it's just <laughs> perfection. Hasselhoff Fury turns into the chameleon where yeah. they have uh, Teresa's uh, partner. What's his name? Albridge? What is it? Albright. Agent Albright, who I think it looks like to be Teresa's, you know, boyfriend or whatever. Well, he's soon yeah. about to be no bright in a yeah. few minutes. <laughs> Damn <laughs> bum. Minutes. <laughs> Stay here all night, folks. Mike's got more. So, yeah. <laughs> so basically, Chameleon has a. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I killed Peter. <laughs> Why did you murder a man tonight, Douglas? I killed him. You, you murdered a man. What's that's what she said, joke. Damn you, Barry Mitt. That was me. What George do? I didn't do a damn thing. Damn you, Douglas. I, 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 under, I understand that they're both goofy-looking bald dudes, but come on. You'll be in the club uh, next month. <laughs> oh, damn. I listen, listen. I, I think hey, Bosley keeps I, sending I, me text messages. What are you, Charles Angels? I take umbrage to being called goofy-looking. All right, this all this this didn't happen overnight. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll screw this in a review. <laughs> <laughs> we probably derailed Peter. Wheels are off the bus. No point steering the The wheels are right. on the bus. Chameleon. Chameleon has uh, Teresa's boyfriend hooked up to a computer and it's going <laughs> to. Damn it. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. All right. Some so. VR porn going on. Shut up, Zach. <laughs> all right. So we have uh, Chameleon uh, trying to get all the information from. Um, Teresa's boyfriend because he's going to sell all that information to the highest bidder, but basically he wants to know where uh, his hiding place is. He's looking for a specific person to find out. And uses this machine, he's taking all these things from his mind and it's killing him in the same process. Then we cut to uh, Mary Jane and Carly Cooper, um, her new bestie, who are helping her with the luggage and She's going to be the person that rides her to the airport because, as promised, you know, Peter is running professionally late. Um, Peter does help his sister, you know, break into the lab, but all of it's for not for uh, her boyfriend is now dead. And uh, Carly takes Mary Jane to the airport. And then we cut to Peter um, FaceTiming MJ. In his apartment, talk like he's really, really sorry. He's he's very, very emotional that he wasn't there for her, and it's really, really killing him. But MJ, you know, thanks to Spencer's writing, um, is is really taking like, yeah, I know that, but it's okay. I get it. I get why she truly understands why. And uh, Peter's still upset, be it. Uh, upset about it because he was going to do the one thing that we've been hinting about <laughs> in number one. There's no hinting. And there's no <laughs> there's no hinting at all. An engagement <laughs> ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right there. He was gonna propose. I think Aunt May gave him that ring, isn't he? In that, that panel. Well, is that or the original ring he had three. from the Cracker Jack box that he's been kind of holding the, on? The- <laughs> oh, he's been holding on since the seventies. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the last been married decade, 40 years by now. <laughs> Peter's yeah. holding that engagement ring and saying, maybe some other day, which reminds me of one more day. Yeah. Which there's, your, there's, your thir- there's your three cool folks right there. Yeah, That's your right title. There. And, um, right some there. Some other day. Yeah, this is an A plus. I, I, I give this as you. A plus. All right. Let me uh, go around the horn. Uh, George, A negative. A negative. A minus. <laughs> 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 We're not giving reviews now. It's a no positive, Brad. What does that even mean? <laughs> this issue is written in the blood of. Us. Oh my gosh. Wasn't, wasn't there a Marvel Kiss comic that was had blood in it? No, Kiss. Yes. Gr- it had Grunwald. His blood was in that. Uh, no, no, no. no. Grunwald. Grunwald's ashes were in this. Ashes, not blood. Okay, wow. This okay. just took a left, hard left. Okay, we went the that blood quickly. Okay, one more time. I got an A plus out of Peter. I got an A minus out of George uh, Zach. I give this an A. Plus. An A, Mike. And I plus. also give this an A. Okay, Jr. A plus. C minus. C minus. <sighs> All right. Let's see. Chi-town you crotchety old man. <laughs> what did you give it, Brad? Now, I, 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 I want to give it yet. Now, give me a second. What, Jr.? No, well, Zach called George a crotchety old man, and I told him I wouldn't stand by and let my good friend George be insulted like that. No, I was calling you a, a crotchety old man because you said you called it a C. You gave it a C minus. You shut your damn mouth, Joiner. All right, <laughs> I'm going to give it a B. No, I'm going to give it a B plus. All right, <laughs> so Chi-town, your your pros. The, you know, Peter knows this is coming. When he's uh, talking, the narration in this issue, he knows that he won't be there for Mary Jane, and it's killing him. Uh, we haven't seen that since JMS, uh, the writing. And the writing with Aunt May, too, we haven't seen that since JMS, too. So Spencer's really mm-hmm. digging into both the three main characters, Aunt May, Mary Jane, and Peter. And I just love how Peter, like, he knows this is gonna. He knows he's gonna unintentionally screw this up, and it's killing him. And I love how he's writing Mary Jane. Like we've been so used to Mary Jane, that's like I can't handle this anymore. The fact is, she can handle it. She doesn't like it, but she can handle it and wants nothing more than to handle it. And Don't, here's my question: Because I tell you, the biggest marriage supporter. Oh. Uh, a real big Mary Jane uh, marriage. Hey, along how with you, dare you? You, dare you, you. you hold, hold. <laughs> I meant to say he's the biggest Mary Jane fan, but I went marriage instead of Mary Jane. But forgive me. <laughs> raise your hand if you raise it hand if you teach kids how to speak for a living on the camera. Raise your hand if you and, and somebody else on the podcast were once part of a website that started because of them trying to kill Mary Jane off in 1998. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! All right. I don't even remember my damn question. The shite town just all over me. You done. You done. Effed up now, son. Here it is. Here it is. Shy town. Don't yeah. you think this is sort of a, it? If it's a tease that this is never going to happen, isn't it like eating and like a meal and you're hungry ten minutes later? I mean, it. I mean, don't you feel like, like it's Chinese a bit of a food? tease? Like, yeah. Do you think it's a tease that it's not going to happen, or do you it's think it's not going to happen? I don't think it's going to happen. I do think it's going to happen. And be oh no! Going to get married? No, I don't think that's going to happen. No, no, not being married. No. Okay. I think um, it's one more day tease. will be the Mephisto fight the is Mephisto coming. Mephisto will be a. Ma- I don't think if. I think one more day will be addressed and resolved. Good. That I'll take that. I'll take that. Now, oh, if yeah. they end up, well, now, no, if one more gonna, days. Re- 
addressed and resolved, then that I don't know how you resolve that without mm-hmm. without them being married again. Mm-hmm. Well, once mm-hmm. it's resolved, they go back to like, oh shit, oh you know, we were married, we, we so were they're married. married again, but they're not going to get like. I don't know if they do a, like a renew your vows type of thing, but it, I think they will be married. So, but without so if you going find out today, Peter, that you were previously married and you've been single for 10 years, would you immediately go back to your wife and say, hey, we might as well. I don't. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> or are you going to be a swinging bachelor? Well, now, JR uh, now would I, say might as well. <laughs> yeah, I sure would. <laughs> I sure would. <laughs> so, JR, let me pitch it to JR. If you found out you had been previously married and you'd been single for the last 10 years, would you go marry your wife again? <laughs> oh, this is a. I just threw him a pitch. This is, this is a trick question, JR. Be careful. Tread I lightly. threw you a pitch, JR. There would be a, 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 an agreement written up. Like, oh what does that mean? What does it just mean? It's like, okay, wow. if we're going to do this, JR and his wife if, re- not renew we're going to house? do this again, here are the rules. You know, I mean, the first time there were none because we thought we were in love. Now oh we realize that, now, now of course, reality sinks in and you realize that it's that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. What is you it? Know, uh, I, I have yet to understand. <laughs> I've yet to figure it out, uh, but uh, the way I figured the thing is though, if I found out if I if I, I the thing is though, where, where would my kids fit in this? I mean, I've been married for thirty years, so if I found out that I was married, then single mm-hmm. for ten years, where does that leave my kid? Yeah. So, Adam you know, and YouTube chat says so, Jr. is going for the prenup, is what Adam <laughs> and YouTube chats. Yes. If, if I made Brad, yeah, um, if I was you know married, then got divorced to my ex-wife and then went back to her after 10 years. Um, I wouldn't not, do it. She's not an ex-wife. She's a current wife. Well, I have an ex-wife, so I'm using my, my own example. I w- I, see, I, I, I wouldn't trade my daughter for the world, and I, I know JR wouldn't trade his kids for the world, but I would trade my ex-wife for a Klondike bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. JR's like, I almost spit on the screen. <laughs> yeah. I just, I I just, say, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm impressed that Zach thinks he could get as much as a Klondike bar. For, <laughs> for my ex-wife, probably not. Uh, yeah. I don't know. My ex-wife, look, I'll say this about my ex-wife. She was hot. So, I mean, yeah. uh, you oh know, God. somebody may be willing to part. But she was cold. I'll tell you right this might be a strange segue to to jump in There's on. There's no way out of this. Whole talk ahead. about this whole talk about like you know about like what we would have done God. differently and everything, yeah. um, and all like, all these conditions and and all this stuff. Um, oh, that's God, one of the that's reasons funny. why I kind of liked this issue is because how often have we seen in the past ten years Peter was going on these um, in these different relationships and basically like he's been basically told if you would if you really love me you would do this. And by that, I mean Carly Cooper, which is one of the reasons why she, they're not together now, thank goodness. Um, but here we don't get that. Um, here it's Mary Jane's basically telling him, hey, it's okay. I may be disappointed that you couldn't do what you needed to do, but what you, you know, see me off the airport, but I totally get understand. And she loves, still loves him for being who he is. Right. Yeah. Because, because anybody who kind of tells you that if you really love me, then you should do this. 
That's a red flag, folks. That's control. And I think everybody who has ever been on the receiving end, including myself, um, when you're in, in a relationship, you know that's that's the sign you should run for the hills, yeah. and you know all that kind of stuff and everything. That's yeah. So pros, I think we went off on a big marriage tangent. And mm-hmm. talk about some pros what's not been well, mentioned. They, but while we're still on the marriage, I want to say this because <clears throat> I. I, I'm in the camp that I don't think Marvel's going to let it happen again. I don't either. Uh, I don't either. either it would also. be taking a victory away from Joe Quesada. I'm sorry. I, it would be taking a victory away from Mephisto. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I don't think that Marvel's just willing to, to let that happen. I, I, I think they're at a place where the fans are amenable to having Peter and Mary Jane together in mm-hmm. a obviously meant to be together forever kind of way but marvel still has a stick up their ass i think about uh about the whole marriage thing which doesn't make any yeah. any damn sense but mm-hmm. but it is what it is I, well, I think what is casada's role these days anyway to be honest he's like I mean, a creative consultant or something but yeah i'm he's with just George basically on this. counting he's just basically counting ike perlmutter's money okay? yeah i i, I, I it, it makes me wonder because like he got demoted and mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he did he got demoted away from film well, yeah and, fighting and, and from, kicked him yeah, all out he got, he got demoted said from it's film either. and then and then when zadarsky came in remember quesada got on twitter and was like hey it's cool I'll be mm-hmm. helping. I'll be helping uh, yeah, Zabolski out. You know, uh, behind the scenes here, fans. It's all good. And I'm like, no. What? Well, just, yeah. just let him. Just let him lead. Well, why it's not you just. just Won't you sit there and collect a check and be quiet? Yeah, but it's not just Quesada, George. It, it, it's uh, Tom Brevoort's also still around there too, and he's uh, he was really opposed to the marriage and everything like this. I think yeah, Nicolo, he, you know, is kind of like kind of would go along. But here's, here's the thing. But, I mean, like, yeah, no. I, I mean, like, clearly, this is. Uh, it's what the fans want. I mean, look, look, mm-hmm. look. How, here's the thing. Think of the last ten years. Or I, oh, I, I yeah. think ten years, almost ten years, since one more day happened, and then when mm-hmm. Spencer took over. Think. I mean, just just this podcast alone. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, like, like we were some of the like for the last we were some of the biggest critics of this book. We're like the book has never been this creatively bankrupt before. Mm-hmm. And now we're like, oh my god, this is like a glorious new day. This is right. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's, this is a this is a green and blue. This is a brand new day, right? <laughs> you know, and and yeah. so I mean, like suddenly, you know, it's like how much dissension did that quell? Well, the other thing is too is that one of the things the reason why you know you have Mary Jane kind of depart in from this from you know on you know leave is because we are getting a Mary Jane series out of this. And yeah. I think it's and that's and, and, and that's a testament to the fact well, that she that for the pat that since Spencer got on the title, the character has been redeemed. Well, after they, all the crap that they've yeah, put her through. No, they, they, they've done. already done yeah. that before. Even when Slot was still writing the book, mm-hmm. you know, Marvel still knew Mary Jane was 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 so damn popular despite all mm-hmm. their attempts at character assassination oh, yeah. over the last decade. Yeah. Remember, I mean, like this isn't the first time we've had Mary Jane variant covers yep. on every damn thing. Oh no! Oh no! We had it I mean, back yeah. under under slot back during the the dark times. Oh sure, what I'm just saying is that because of the fact that they are trying to actually give her give Mary Jane her own series, and it's still Spider Man connected, as opposed to just shuffling off into another you know character's book, where she can be like a Pepper Potts wannabe. I mean, um, that's you know this. I think in a way, this is kind of it's showing that there's a that you know they're doing they're recognizing a little bit more that they're trying to kind of a you know a piece of fans and recognizing you know acknowledging her popularity as a character and that's and, I, I, and I give a lot of the credit for this I give a lot of the credit to Zabalski I give a lot of credit to uh, to Nick Lowe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I give a lot of credit to Nick Lowe uh, I'll yeah. say this I felt like Nick Lowe was very hands off with Slot because he didn't want to rock the boat mm-hmm. as the editor. Um, 
it's a it's a I feel like there's a lot more collaborating going on between Lowe as the editor now with Spencer and I feel like he feel it, it feels like Lowe is taking a bit of a creative direction with the overall spider segment of of Marvel because I feel like almost all the satellite titles have drastically improved the moment Slot left, because Slot was driving that bus mm-hmm. way before, outside of Bendis and, and his and his you know and his pet character with Miles, um, everything else was being influenced by Slot. So I feel like creatively, I feel like Nick Lowe is taking. I don't think you would have done Life Story <laughs> a few years back with Slot on the title. It, uh, it makes me. It makes me wonder if, like, for the last, you know, because like, how, how long was uh, was Slot under Low technically as editor? Oh, like about ten years or something. No, no. it wasn't ten years. It was. It, it was like Nick, five years. Oh, because I'm. I'm. I'm thinking. Nick Lowe has not been the Spider editor for five years, has he? That's true. Yeah, I'm. Because I'm thinking. There's, there's that, no uh, way. I, yeah, yeah. No. No. I'm thinking of of the guy Are you who was. Me? I, for, I well, forgot about the guy who was before. Was, uh, who was with him before uh, him? I'm not talking about Wacker. Wacker. Wacker yeah, Wacker. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Wacker. Well, okay. well, look. Let's not, Wacker, darken, let's not darken this podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Wacker. Wacker left and went to Marvel Animation five years ago because mm-hmm. he he did it yeah. during the uh, okay. Well, Ultimate well, Spider-Man. Here's, it, it made me wonder if like Nick Lowe, while he was you know letting Slot just do whatever Slot fan fiction Slot needed to get out of his system from all his little notebooks and everything. Um, if, if he wasn't like mentally looking at the calculus and thinking, "Oh my God, look at all the things that we need to fix afterward," mm-hmm. and maybe maybe he maybe he and Spencer were on the same page with that. I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. conjecture. I'm just saying because because there's been so much focus on fixing things, mm-hmm. and it's oh, been yeah. glorious. Mm. All right, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I got off on my yacht. Okay, cons. We haven't even. We haven't even. I, nobody else well, has done toes. We've been talking for a long time, so let's get on to the cons or what? Uh, all right, I, I mean, we'll I'll, get to move I'll, on. I'll go with cons. I'll go. I'll, all right, hit I'll it. volunteer to go first with cons. Uh, Carly Cooper's in it. That uh, that automatically <laughs> that would have knocked it. That would have knocked it. That Carly and Teresa being in it. And by the way, with, uh, Teresa was in that one shot with like what Kingpin or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Right. I thought it was yeah. established that she wasn't actually his sister. No, no. That you forgot. Zdarsky spit. Zdarsky confirmed it. God bless. Why? That's garbage. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, it's the throwaway character that I don't care about anyway, and I I don't really enjoy being part of the spider mythos at all. So you've got that. You've got Carly, right? Uh, so that would have knocked it down a letter grade if it hadn't been for the that that ending. You know, with the mm-hmm. you know that that last page, and you know we know what's in Peter's mind. That was glorious. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, one thing that this book made me think about, and I'm not going to fault Spencer too much for this because Spencer probably hasn't thought of it this way. But Jr., a little history lesson. Jr. and I have known each other from from what 2000. Jr. Mm-hmm. Right, almost 20 years now. God Almighty. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started. You're old. We we got to know one another through a website called Hero Realm that literally started. Because of how pissed off I was that they had tried to kill off Mary Jane, that was mm-hmm. the entire reason Hero Realm started. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Jr. Jr. Ooh, I was like the J. Jonah Jameson of the marriage back then. Like you know, like I, I really was. Like Jr. Will tell you. I mean, I I, I went on screeds, rants, anywhere I could talk about it. And the uh, yeah, it was kind of funny. It was kind of funny because uh, we. Uh, 
I, I just remember we had the columnists we had at that time, you and uh, Alex and uh, me, and then there was a, a Jeff Wall guy. And yeah. out of, it was it was like one of those NFL shows where there's one sane guy and three lunatics. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and Jeff was the the sane guy and the rest of us were lunatics. And but I but, but, yeah, I remember those days. But remember, JR, I mean, like, so that all started because they tried to kill her it off. Was. Remember Absolutely. how they tried to kill her off? Yeah, it was that uh, ridiculous uh, airplane thing. It was in an and, airplane. But, 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 and, and it clicked for me. I'm like, how is there any possible way that Peter Parker lets anything now drag him away from, from A, letting Mary Jane get on a plane alone, let alone, B, you know, not being there at the airport for her? After all of that. Because think of how all that played mm-hmm. out. Think of like the moment he found her after oh, thinking she point. was dead for however long. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, if falls you're Peter Parker, why, how does it not click in you? My wife's getting on a plane. Oh, hell no. Number one, we'll rent a car and I'll drive you. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even have a license. <laughs> no, he does now because he got one during the slot run. I mean, so we have a Carly Cooper con. What's another con? Teresa uh, Parker. Teresa Parker. Yeah. Any other uh, cons before we move uh, on? I have a pro. Uh, I, I, I've got a con. Go ahead, Jared. Um, the, um, the, this chameleon story now, not that it won't be a decent story, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit. Uh, in fact, uh, I was. this was going to be a con um, uh, when we on, on the previous issue. I, I, I think there's too many loose ends right now. I think some of these stories need – I think we need some resolution on some mm. of these stories. Um, yeah. Kindred, I would hope it would be wrapping up by twenty five. Yeah, well, not, well, not just no. not just Kindred, but the whole boomerang kingpin thing, yeah. blah, 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 but, You know, just uh, it, it just seems like a it, it. There's like I said, there's just too much going on now. We need we need a story to, you know, and and I mean, why did we have that that awful eighteen part? Central Park Jungle thing. You know, I mean, <laughs> it was like Central Park uh, Jungle. Yeah. You, you know, just uh, I would say that uh, you know this. I mean, I I agree with you. I mean, the 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 title has not been this good uh, in several years, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of uh, erratic and disjointed and uh, and uh, just not very cohesive right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, part of that now, anyway, it, it, part of that now is not only do we have all the idiotic crossovers every year, mm-hmm. but now we also have to tie in with the movies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's like if, if if someone were to ask me, and I, they won't because I'm not a writer, but would you like to write Amazing Spider-Man? And I would say, well, sure, if I could uh, ignore all the crossovers, ignore all the references to the movie, ignore trying to turn in. And, of course, after about the first one, they would say, ah, no. No good. We'll go get somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I have there was since we didn't get to go around the horn and do pros. I feel like this artist is a very much a a a. It's much better than the last one. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, it, it, it I get the I get the vibes. Like if you look at that art, and then I, I know this is an inferior book, but you look at the art from ASM eight hundred. Not an inferior book. <laughs> um, um, ASM eight hundred with uh, with. Uh, uh, What's his name? Stuart Immonen? Yeah, Stuart Immonen. I get a lot of Stuart Immonen vibes from this artist. I, I would agree. I would agree. Why do we have this? Why do we have this musical chairs of artists? You know, we have. What, what do we twice have? We have twice a month. That's what I think. Well, I think the last yeah. two are, the, the last two haven't even been the primary artist. I mean, it's, and I think this, uh, it's been this guy was this has been what Mana from Heaven and who is the other guy? You know, Mana from not, Heaven. I, 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 I think the reason Jr. I think the reason Jr. is so that Otley can focus on doing the the big the, the, the cover, basic. Yeah, 
all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think they've probably got him focused on doing one consistent, like probably five or six. Well, they're they're five or getting six into like mega story, so that they can put it all in one paperback and have all be you know have all the artwork there. So I think that's why they're probably giving him maybe a little bit of a break. Well, they're mm-hmm. they're about to alternate uh, Otley and what that guy they just stole from DC that did the Batman and Robin book. What's oh. his name? Oh, what's his oh, name? Which one? Yeah, uh, and I don't I, like. I know, like Neil's like, oh my god. Yeah, Neil. But I'm like, uh, how, how was Neil again? How does Neil go? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> wow, he really I, I does that. For, for I never noticed that book. when he was. Wow. I've met the guy, so I can I can make that judgment. <laughs> <laughs> or a probe. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, I'm sorry, Neil. Well, I really does, yeah. he, does he does he like like he's it's like he's got to go to the bathroom or something. Is that what he's doing? That's well, not how he talks. No. Um, All right, let's move on to eight, the next one. My bad, Neil. I'm sorry. Way too that. long on that one. Okay, Jr. has this issue. Wonder why. And it's Norman centric. We're going to talk about ASM eight thirty one. Let's take a look at this one. We've got Carnage. However, that's uh, not uh, Cleus Cassidy in the suit. That is Norman Osborn on the cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, holding Spider-Man by the uh, suit. Take me through this, JR. Well, you know, I almost feel uh, uh, a little bit wrong in doing this. I almost feel like uh, Dark Mark ought to be doing this, or at least uh, yeah. at least doing a, a, as a co-pilot here, because uh, this is uh, so much into his theories. Uh, right now, I mean, the uh, falling right into the who kindred may be stuff. But mm-hmm. anyway, we, we start off uh, at, we're at Ravencroft. We start off where we were a few issues ago, where Mysterio, not Mysterio, is telling the psychiatrist, not the, the psychiatrist, who is Mysterio, about uh, uh, this this demonic entity uh, who then kills the Mysterio, not Mysterio. Uh, for because he supposedly told the psychiatrist, not psychiatrist, Mysterio, his name. Right. Okay, you got all that. I because I don't. I don't understand. You want to get, you want to get my flowchart whiteboard out, Jr. No, 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 all no. that. Let's, let's <laughs> get through it. Man. I think. I think. I think you just made it more complicated than you absolutely needed to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on, <laughs> for reasons. No, I didn't. I just. I, I described it exactly how it happened. You know. I mean, it's like keep going, it keep going, keep no. going, keep going. Uh, stop stop whining there brad we're an hour 20 in let's go we got three issues come on Uh, anyway so so we're so anyway once a centidemon uh gets done with this overly complex plot that nobody understands uh he decides to walk down the hall uh with all his with his little little centidemon or yeah things whatever and then he he looks inside one of the 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 windows of to, to one of the uh uh, padded cells, and he starts, you know, talking sinisterly, like "There you are!" And oh boy, I could just, uh, I could open this door and let all these squishy little things that are <laughs> eat my innards, you know, I could, I could like unleash, unleash them upon you, and they could eat your innards, and you could scream and cry and die and everything like that. <laughs> Actually, we got to wait a few more issues for something like that. So, uh, and now I'm having flashbacks to when you make me feel. <laughs> Uh, I was not like a natural woman. Yeah, <laughs> you make me feel like a you natural make woman. Me feel. All right, well, go, we go, to, go, we, go. We used to think it was a woman, uh, uh, what a few, uh, a few a few months ago, because of the way it was kind of drawn at, at times. But anyway, so so anyway, so since a demon is looking and said, ah, you know, and you know, now it's you, you know, who's sitting there cowering in fear and shivering and quaking and sh- crapping in your pants. <laughs> Isn't it right? <laughs> Self-edit. 
Isn't that right, Norman? And there's Norman in a in a straight jacket. And then Spider Man. We get we, we the scene shifts now to Spider Man, where Spider Man admits what I've always suggested was one of the things wrong with Secret Wars. Oh. Spider Man says, "How could I be so stupid? I walked into a room full of alien machinery, didn't know how any of it worked." <laughs> Snap there, watch this little black turd fall. <laughs> Jump all over me and immerse me in its goo. And I didn't think anything oh, was God. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anything was wrong. And then, you know, it's like, of course, he finally realizes 30, you know, how many years? 16 plus. Eight. 35 years <laughs> later that that was an utterly stupid scene. Okay, but anyway, and that little black turd turned out to be Venom. <laughs> and that's know? how we got absolute carnage, right? Yeah. And then that Venom, black turd. And, and then Venom became became carnage because you know we couldn't uh, we couldn't leave well enough alone. We couldn't have one particular villain and develop him. We had to ha- we had to go rip off the Joker. You know, and we had to make him as thoroughly disgusting as the Joker, and we had to have him be the centerpiece of a twelve, a fourteen-part miniseries that was absolute garbage. Oh wait a minute, no, that's the title of this new crossover. No, it's not garbage. Read it and judge it. Yeah, it's actually not. I am defending this. I like Absolute Carnage a lot. It's actually much better than and then it is a it's a it's a well it is a well crafted, well drawn story. It's got Ryan Stegman. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like Stegman, but there's not, uh, not enough to read some kind of crap uh, symbiote story. But I mean, here, here's it. What, what is the what's the whole thing with the symbiotes? Are symbiotes real? Were they really from that planet, or are they really what, okay? The symbiotes a, wrap around mean, the planet. And, and, and now, and now there's, a, there's a there's a god called Krull that was no. based, ba- that was based on a 1980s really stupid <laughs> science fiction movie or something like that. Whoa, they, whoa, 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 whoa! You back the hell off. Krull was was. Highbrow entertainment, good. sir, and it had a hot yeah. young Lisette Anthony. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. Well, anyway, that's yeah, it. Yeah. That's it. How it had stupid anachronism. It was. I mean, people they're riding horses and shooting lasers. Isn't that bit anachronistic? I mean, I don't get it. But anyway, so so anyway, so Spider Man is going. You know, realizing how stupid he was to bring this gooey, gooey black turd to Earth. You know, as a costume, and it became carnage, and you know that all got. Weird. Anyway, so right now he's swinging. You know, I got to get my god, my guts, my godson Normie Osborne, as well as Eddie Brock's little, who we've never seen before. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we've okay. never heard that before. <laughs> actually, no, because that is actually is his legitimate kid. Because remember, Brock that, was married. Yeah, that's Brock's boy. Okay, yeah. but he's still all right. Whatever. Oh, anyway, I know. But yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like so. It's like here. Here's the thing. How do you have a kid? How how does your wife have a kid on you and you don't realize it? I kind of think the symbiote made him forget it. There you go. Jr. needs a symbiote. Hang on, is that the kind of hybrid? So the symbiote erased all the pictures that they took of each other over the years. Like when she started, you know, got rid of the sonogram. The symbiote got rid of the sonogram. The symbiote got rid of the pictures where she's going do all the time. You know, the symbiote, the the venom symbiote altered when he bonded to Brock. He altered Brock's memories. 
Next year, you're going to tell me something no. stupid like the high no, evolutionary no. Uh, altered Professor Warren's diaries. Or you're going to tell me something stupid like Spider Man made a deal with a demon and, and wiped out the marriage and everybody, you know. And, and One was out. significantly better than the other, JR. Is, is this what's in Absolute Carnage? The whole. Brock it's in the vi- it, having a kid? No. Yeah, that's in no. The that's part of the too. Venom title. This is about yeah. every person that had a symbiote had a Jeez. trace of DNA in them, so they got to pull it out. Oh God! That's what, what she said. <laughs> <laughs> they should have pulled it out a long time ago. <laughs> we are so dudes right now. Oh no! I miss Where, Ashley. Yeah. Where's Ashley when we need her oh, to keep gosh. us in check? All right, so Normie Osborne and Brock's boy running down the hall. Yeah. Well, anyway, and then so, you know, Spider-Man here says, here, kids, uh, I'm going to shove you in this dark, cold closet, okay? Uh, (laughs) You know, and uh, Normie goes, oh, don't do that. Don't shove me in the dark, cold closet because, you know, with this weird kid who I've never met before and things of that nature because he – anyway, so uh, Spider-Man says, well, here, Normie, I'll make you feel better. I'll take – I'll make – you know, look, look, I'm really – I, I'm I, I'm re- I'm really a human guy, you know. Like that, that's. I think make he you pulled the mask up a little too high. I think you can he see did, that Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. he ought to know it's Peter anyway. To be honest, well, I mean, well, Normie part, should not know that that's Peter Parker. No, but. by this time, I think he should. Only because I think between his time exposure to Norman and uh, other things of that nature, I, I mean, with Harry and, and other things, I think he would have to kind of get a clue that uh, that Peter was Spider-Man. But then again, I I don't know. Anyway, hold, so then hold on, a second. Had, hold on a second. Zach, get off your phone. <laughs> I I am I am I am. Oh, you're reading it on your phone. Okay, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jerk! The teacher in me. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I am participating, and I'm following along with Jr. Okay, go ahead, dude. Sorry. So anyway, so you know, and we get a little a little thing that Normie was was once uh, had had the part of the Carnage symbiote as well. Right. I don't know. Did they successfully like remove his his? No, everybody that has a symbiote his, has his a piece of DNA. Oh my god! Do they that's have the Cotex? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, they do. Yeah, because that's what the Cotex okay. is. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Cotex. Oh, okay, but anyway, that, that's oh, that's maxi I pads. That, that absorbs red stuff, I, oh though. My God, can we let Jr. Get the when you're married, you buy a whole lot of those things. You know, uh, your line is over the. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so gross. I'm sorry. That's got to be one it of the grossest. It was there. It was there. Oh, Jesus. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I was about to say, Georgia, isn't this? I think you need to, it, it, you need a little bit more than a suck at joiner, I think, than this one. That's a I need suck at symbiote writers. Suck at symbiote. So anyway, but anyway, at this point in time, then Norman as Carnage crashes in, and Peter and, and Peter starts going into flashback, and uh, so he, so he, and uh, and then he and Norman, you know, start going mono mono, and then you guys were talking about Nick Spencer reading old issues of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Well, not only has he gone back and read old issues of Spider-Man, he's literally lifted dialogue. Yeah. From <laughs> this, the next few pages, they direct quotes. Are, I didn't know that. Almost Going back to Amazing Spider-Man number one hundred and five, wow. was he recreating a scene? Yep. Yes, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. that's not that's not that's, 
that's that's forgivable. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead no, and say what? I mean, oh, wait, 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 wait. That's not a sin. Wait a second. I wasn't about I, I, it. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the flag on the play. Is, is complimenting it actually because oh, because I George if 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 Slot had done that that would have been continuity porn. We would have sat there and derided it, but when Spencer does it, it's okay. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, no, it's not continuity. I don't think this is continuity porn because I think this is actually leading to something. Yeah. Uh, th- this is always, and, but anyway, as he's fighting Norman, he's, he's his memory is going back to the day in issue 100 uh, uh, from Amazing uh, Spider-Man number 105 after Harry got back from his first LSD, you know, because back then it was LSD, you know, God knows what he'd be doing now, meth or something like that, but, uh, you know, so he's, uh, you know, Harry's coming home from his uh, overdose or whatever, and there's a big party and Flash shows up and everybody's there and even Norman is there and, and, and Gwen and Flash are kind of flirting and Peter's getting a little, you know, kind of getting the little stink eye there. And uh, Mary Jane says, <laughs> yeah, they always kind of had the hots for each other. But don't worry, Peter, I still like you. And, I, and when I first was reading this, I thought, well, this is kind of weird dialogue or whatever. And then I said, well, I'll just do a little bit of research because, after all, I don't make shit up. Uh, and. You know, and, and sure enough, that, that oh overboard. lord, oh lord, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna get flagged on YouTube. Stop! I just was, you know. And sure enough, those are direct quotes from uh, 105. There you oh, go. Yeah. So, Look at him breaking out the essential. Uh, and Jr., you covered this JR. in Spider History too, didn't you? Yes, you I know we did. Oh, I think. Funny. Well, I think we did. Yeah, we did the uh, Spencer Smythe story uh, because I think this is. Uh, this is the Spencer Smythe story where the uh, all the, the, the cameras were up around mm-hmm. New York City and how everybody thought that was so evil and 1984-ish and Orwellian or whatever. And uh, here we are, 2019, and we have cameras all over New York <laughs> yeah, City no, and no everywhere deal. else. Hmm. You go down the hall at work or whatever, and you see the little orbs, you know, watching your every move. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, so anyway, so as, as Norman is, of course, since Norman's got the carnage symbiote, he's pretty well cleaning Peter's clock, and Peter is 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 thinking back on that particular day, that particular the particular party, and how they were all together, and they were all happy, uh, and that how it was, you know, it just as he's looking back, it just was too good to be true, and then as 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 kind of. You know, Spider-Man falls at, at Norman's feet. Uh, we actually flash back another two weeks to um, uh, Centidemon, uh, you know, talking evil, talking, you know, uh, uh, talking smack to Norman uh, and uh, saying, you know, you know, he's still, let's see, what is it? He's here. Let's see. His nightmares are so very full. Of oh, me. yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Is it? And he still cries out her name in his sleep, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder how MJ feels about that. <laughs> that, that was cool. Uh, but uh, but if it, it helps her to know he's not remembering anything good. Well, of course, because he didn't do anything, according to J. Michael Straczynski, because he couldn't get up in those days. But, uh, so whoa, anyway, whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, that's almost as bad as my Kotex joke. No, uh, we, we, we established, we went, wait a minute, we established this in an earlier episode of Spider History when we talked about Sin's past that Peter and Gwen never did, you know, blah, 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 blah. Not according to, uh, what was it, Spider Man Blue? <laughs> uh, well, no, we were, ta- we were talking about, uh, we were talking about, uh, 
uh, uh, uh, sin's past or whatever. When uh, because we learned in that story that Peter and Gwen never mm-hmm. copulated, copulated, whatever, 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 whatever the kids are calling it these days. Um, but uh, anyway, so so Sinta Demon is just kind of really enjoying it, uh, uh, you know, kind of doing his his cackling or whatever. Uh, and and then he starts saying some really weird crap, which kind of bothers me because it hints of of child abuse and uh, other other stuff. You know how how Norman takes them when they're young and ruins them and drowns them <laughs> to death and pain because he's just a washed up bitter old man. I mean, he's not you wrong. Know? No, it's he's like, not. He's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong. What? The, what? The, the... It also made me. It also made me think who Santa Demon most likely is at this point, and I'm like, well, you ought to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, do you, who do you think it is, George? I think it's you, Harry. You, Harry. Mm-hmm. I think it's Harry. I don't know. Even though Harry's alive in this universe, you think? Well, this there's I, a, there's I, a I, reason I, I, why I, we can think it's why think he's it's pulling this whole demon act too. You don't think it's Flash? No, it's too early. No, for Flash. I think it's Harry, and I think I think this issue kind of tips it off that it's Harry. I, I, I hmm. was I was thinking though that maybe it's not entirely Harry that there's. The, the whole idea well, well let me finish the story here but mm-hmm. he basically says Norman you're you you know you ruin all you know you, you're just a bitter old man you're always screaming at kids to get off their your lawn and you ruin them and and that's what makes you more terrifying than the rest uh, but uh, the thing is you'll never and, and then and then uh, he, he tells Norman you'll never kill him but you but you should realize you won a long time ago. Yeah, and that, and then the last uh, the last scene is Norman of you know looking like he's got the upper hand against Peter. I've always wondered if 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 Santa Demon is is actually a, a, a not ju- not only Harry but also maybe pieces of other. It seems like there's just a whole lot of resentment about towards Peter, and that maybe there's other memories or something mm-hmm. in there of pe- people that Peter has failed. Uh, and the only reason I think that, to be honest, the only reason I think that maybe Flash is in there too is just the reaction that Sense of Demon had when Peter told Felicia that he was, you know, who he was. I mean, because Harry, why would Harry be, Harry has no ties, no connections with Felicia at all. You know, he couldn't give a rat's whatever. But Flash, on the other hand, did have have a, a relationship with Felicia and did care about Felicia at one time and would, you know, probably think, you know, why are you, why are you starting to, you know, mess with her again and mess with her? But Dan, I, I, I really Dan in YouTube chat says he wonders if it's not a uh, manifestation of Peter's regrets I, I, and failures, his, Peter's personal demon, as it were, which is I, what, kind of what JR is saying. Yeah, I, I think, uh, I honestly think it's an amalgamation of all of the people that Peter's lost. Uh, I think it's. I think there's pieces of Flash. I think there's pieces of Harry. I think there's pieces of Gwen. I think there's pieces of of um, Ben. Um, I, I think. I'm trying it's, to think of who would who would have something on the kingpin though. You know, because um, Harry had no Vanessa, key piece right there. Vanessa, there you but go. Is, but if you know if if it's all of the of the world of Spider-Man that have died and 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 there's access to all those people. Vanessa would be the only thing that would bring Kingpin to his knees. Here's another possibility. I think it's just just spitballing it out there. The first story that Spencer did for this arc was basically about Peter Parker and Spider-Man becoming separate people. Oh, yeah. What if that happened earlier, like somewhere in the past? We, you know, that this is that this is something that maybe the reason why this kindred knows so much about Peter is because maybe somehow he is him. What if? 
It's the skeleton from the Clone Saga. <laughs> I well, yeah, who knows? It's but a clone maybe, of maybe Peter it's a Parker. Piece of, maybe it's a piece of the person's soul goes to Mephisto. Kind of like not sure if it's Peter Parker, like you're talking I'm not about. Sure if it's I'm not sure if it's necessarily a supernatural element. I think there's 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 some things you can put in here to make it to seem like it's like it's like he's using Mysterio's own, you know special effects illusions against him to make him like pass himself off that way because that's potentially possible here we haven't um, we haven't done yeah. oh go ahead we haven't done grades yet i want to hear jr's grade yeah. by the way uh i get i gave this i gave this a b a b plus uh okay. yeah a b plus i i like this story i mean uh again it just it, because it, i guess in a way it, it, it once again wraps in the uh just the impact that Norman Osborn has had on Peter's life and just the whole, I mean, just that how much this man's legacy has just poisoned. I mean, really Spider-Man's entire universe. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, so I just, so, and and also the fact that if Harry is coming back, maybe it'll correct this whole, you know, Harry coming back from the dead. So you think the Harry that's walking around with a new kid is, is split. I really don't have a clue. I mean, I, I really don't know. I I gave up trying to guess things a long time ago. So, Mike, what's your grade on this one? I'm giving this a B. Okay. Actually, Shy Town. I'm giving it an A. George, I'm giving this a B minus. Zach, giving this an A plus. A plus. I'll give it a B. I did. I like the last issue a little bit better. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, Jr. giving an issue with symbiotes a B plus, an issue that ties in with the symbiote event. Symbiote. Yeah. Bro. Well, yeah, but you, you kind of forget there, CBO, bro. There's an Osborne thing to over, you know, yeah, the whole no. thing. So. Big, big pros out of you, Jr. What'd you like the best? No, I mean, I just, I mean, I like the uh, uh, going back to issue 105. I yeah. mean, uh, just and bringing this event up and and just uh, be, because it really feels like it means something. I mean, it really feels like this kindred thing is going to mean something. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, sometimes you go through events and they don't mean anything, but you really get the feeling that they're, I mean, I hope we're not disappointed. I mean, I mm-hmm. really do. But you get, you get the impression there's going to be a nice payoff. Venkman really wants to know, JR, after ASM 800, you said you didn't want to see Norman again for a long time. How did you feel about seeing him in this issue? Your word I, being thrown back at you. I uh, know, I know. Well, it, it, it's like anything else. It depends on how they're used. You know, if he's, I, I just see the thing is, I just don't, I, I don't have a whole lot of faith. I don't have a faith that a whole lot of writers really understand Norman and think that he's just this, you know, cackling madman or whatever. And that, but I mean, if they, if they tell a good story, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always willing to see him as yeah. long as it's a good story. What I kind of liked about this is sort of the meta commentary that Kindred does on Norman mm-hmm. about how he's kind of like doing the parallels of that. You're kind of what he, what the Green Goblin represents as to spite, you know, to basically Spider Man. I mean, it's always kind of this weird thing, like, well, you always talked about earlier about like, well, why does Spider Man have an enemy like a goblin or whatever it is? It's just, but this idea that he's tying this into the I that uh, Norman that kind of represents unfulfilled hopes and dreams and and the uh the the, the inevitability of age and the inevitability of you know mm-hmm. death that the fact and also the loss of innocence too and how norman kind of constantly reminds peter of his his you know his failures in life and especially with his loss of gwen and i thought i thought that the way that let that final part of that final scene where where kindred's kind of explaining that and kind of tying that in together and stuff like that, and how Norman lost. I mean, the Norman won. Yeah, that that you know, line yeah. that Jr. mentioned about how he still cries your name at night. 
wonder what the mm-hmm. redhead thinks about that. That was cold, but I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the, uh, the, the point he was making about, you know, Norman kind of attacking youth, you know, mm-hmm. almost like a parasite or something, um, can really be applied to so many Spider-Man villains. Sure, early, sure. I, I mean, early on, when you look at, like, the original, like, you know, core Ditko Lee stories, it was almost all about old, yep. old men versus youth. Yep. Mm-hmm. It yep. really was. Which, yep. which created this paradigm by, by Brevoort. That oh yeah, Spider Man's about youth, which was which was completely irresponsible. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, as, a, as 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 stewards of that character. Um, yeah, this I, I, issue, I, 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 don't, I don't acknowledge Tom Brevard as a as a steward of Spider Man at all. Jeffrey well, wants to know, Jr. Do you think Norman will go back to being the Goblin and lose the Red Symbiote? I sure hope so, Jeffrey. And I forgot the O at the end of your name. Sorry about that. But uh, yeah, no, I, I certainly hope so. I mean, it served yeah. its purpose. Uh, it it kind of gave Slot his big, you know, issue number 800, uh, you know, throwing everything into the kitchen sink and watching it blow up. Uh, but uh, yeah. You know, well, I think I think that served its purpose. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I just maybe I just I didn't quite like Kindred's. I, I guess it just I, th- I thought they were going to go down a, a child abuse angle or a, a, a child porn angle or whatever. You know that Norman sexually abused Harry. I was thinking, oh God, I hope they don't do that. I no, really it's don't. it's it's psychological. It's a psychological abuse that he's talking about. Maybe that Uncle Ben was consistent with that power pack team up abused Harry. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you which never, is consistent. I mean, so you never know. You never know with today these these writers today. You never mm. know when they're going to go in that direction because they want a virtue signal. You know, I mean, mm. it's it's just uh, that kind of crap. So, but Samuel I uh, wants to know if anybody feels Norman might die at the end of this, just ever getting his mind back. No. I don't think so. No. Well, Zach was saying something actually. I, um, I, I'll say this: the the psychological it's consistent. The psychological trauma and abuse of Norman towards Harry, similar to what happened to Norman, because that's all Norman knows. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know any, any better in a lot of ways. So, uh, to me, the psychological aspect that, that Kindred's talking about in this issue, to me, nails the core of what is wrong with Norman. Norman's mm-hmm. a warped individual, regardless of whether or not he put that mask on or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I mean the and I, I feel like one of the um, Jr. was on uh, on a fantastic show called Clone Saga Chronicles a couple of months ago. And we had the, we had a discussion about uh, a show I was honored to be on after all those years. I know of sitting I know. on the sidelines. You know, uh, we, we talked about an issue called Peter Parker Spider Man seventy five, and one of the lines of that issue that is I think is the crux of the 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 relationship between Peter and Norman. It's not about Spider Man and the Green Goblin. It's about Peter Parker and Norman Osborn. And mm-hmm. I think that that is being highlighted in this issue. And I, I think what Slot wanted was it to be about the Green Goblin and, Nor- and Spider-Man because he never mm-hmm. understood the personal nature. They tried to, when, when they took Norman's knowledge of Peter Parker away, oh, yeah. it destroyed the credibility of the character. I get why they did it because they wanted it to be a larger Marvel Universe character uh, enemy. But to me, Norman works best as that as that personal um, vendetta between Peter and Norman. Yeah. George, they still, could have, they still could have had him remember and and still be the big, you know, Kahuna that, that he was. It's it just lazy writing. They wanted everybody to forget that Peter was fine. You know what? Lazy you know, George, you know what I would. Oh, I'm sorry. Hang, hold that thought, Brad. 
Uh, speaking of that, one thing I would have liked to have seen is, is is almost the same sort of situation, you know, where like Joker and Batman, where Joker knows who Batman is. Mm. He knows, he, but but he understands that Bruce Wayne is a mask, and that Batman yeah. is actually who Batman is. So Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne is immaterial to him, but he, I mm-hmm. mean, he knows. Yeah. Um, but I would love to see some kind, the similar kind of setup where Norman knows, of course he knows, uh, and he actually goes after people that learn to like try to stop them from from doing what what he wants to do, which is like kill Spider Man. Mm-hmm. That would I be mean, interesting. I'm sorry, Brad. Go ahead. I was just going to say you gave it what a B or an I A. Gave it a B minus. Uh, tell me about the pros. What did you like about it? It did have a lot of symbiotes in it. Uh, like the art. Uh, yeah. But Artwork uh, is cool. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's got yeah. it's got beautiful. Number one, it's it's symbiote crap. Already, that's going to knock it down a letter grade for me. Um, it Spencer, it's Spencer writing. So even yeah. though it's a tie-in, the tie-in also helps knock it down mm-hmm. um, to a story that I don't give two craps for. Not going to read. Um, I'm not a big fan of Norman having the symbiote. I think it's, it's uninteresting to me. Um, I look at Norman and I'm like, why? It doesn't make sense. It's never made sense for me for Norman to want the symbiote to help him beat Spider-Man because that, to me, it just seems like something Norman would just sort of, you know, nut up and, and gather his stones and try to do on his own without having to get a psycho creature. Well, uh, but you don't you think it's more of Spencer's uh, slot cleanup tour? Yes. Guy, uh, gonna, I, I feel like that get Norman out of the suit. And yeah, I, I I think I think that's ultimately where it will lead. Yeah. And I, so on on that on, in that aspect, yes. But number one, story still is a symbiote, yeah. still a tie-in, um, and um, I yeah, I guess I, I guess that's that's yeah. really it for me. I, I did like the throwback to Secret Wars. Oh no doubt. <laughs> loved the, the black turret, as JR calls it. I loved how detailed that was because he even explains the exact steps that led him to that machine. Mm-hmm. He saw he saw all the other heroes coming back. He saw like Hulk, new, Hulk and new, Thor had new suits, yep. new costumes, and and weapon yep. upgrades. And he was like, "Well, I guess I'll give it a go." And so he walked into that room and went yeah. went to the different went to the wrong what machine. If, what if yep. Hulk got symbiote pants and Thor got a symbiote cape? There's a what if. No. I think it's. I do think it's since been established that that Spider-Man used a different machine than they used. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, well, you know, well, it's also been happened. established, by the way, too, is that the symbiote was actually hiding in that mechanism. There, it wasn't actually. It wasn't like it wasn't like it wasn't in like it wasn't like there was like a symbiote gloop thing. It was like he was trying to hide there from from Null or Kroll or whatever it is, you know, oh. as he was try, trying to, you know, so. So this is trying to figure out the symbiote continuity is worse than worse well, than uh, trying to explain Golden Age Batman and Silver yeah, Age Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say I'll and say this to Batman and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll uh, say this, Jr. As as somebody who has a friend that started reading the Venom book uh, with Donny Cates and has no idea about all the all the history of, of the symbiotes. What Donny Cates is trying to establish is it's really a continuity. It's the best Venom I've read. Well, it's it's it's, it's an, trying to establish a continuity that is its own thing, and yeah. that that Brock can stand more on his own. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not intrinsically he's not so intrinsically tied to Peter. Before everything had to be tied to Peter. Now it's trying to make the the symbiote story. Not be tied so heavily to Spider-Man. And Sony but, Pictures probably appreciates that too. Oh yeah, yeah. but I'll also <laughs> say are this: we forgetting, Are we forgetting then that uh, Eddie Brock, you know, 
uh, cold-bloodedly murdered uh, a young cop or whatever in this church and talked about yeah. how the death of innocence is always hurtful oh, or whatever. Yeah, no and then kidding. he kills yeah. another guard getting out of there and he talks about, oh, it's hard to kill innocence. And then, you know, he's like, then always he's all for protecting innocence. So, like, we're forgetting all of that as well. Just like we're forgetting that Boomerang slaughtered uh, 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 Jackpot's <laughs> well, husband, you know. Of, we're kind of forgetting that uh, Ock murdered a dude when he was in Peter's body, too. So, might well, as well. I, I know. It's like, it's like, but uh, let, uh, I, I do want to make one point about it being a tie. And, and by the way, we need to start wrapping this up. We've kind uh, of blurred I, the the pros and the cons together. We haven't separated them. But go ahead, Zach. Because uh, I gave this an A plus. One, the artwork, obviously. I, I I concur with George. But I think this is the way you do a tie-in. If yeah. you have to do a tie-in, the the you can't grind the book to a halt for the tie-in. Exactly, which and they do, which they tend to. 99% of the time, it, it gets ground to a halt, and we have to do this tie-in bullcrap. This took the existing story of Amazing Spider-Man, Volume 5, and crafted it ar- and made the, the event around the story. The, the, this, think about it for a second. The stuff with, with Norman is almost superfluous to what's actually going on with Kindred. The focus is almost primarily on Kindred and mm-hmm. Spider-Man and, and the relationship between Norman and Spider-Man. And then the symbiotes kind of uh, kind of filter in. So I think that it is th- – this is a textbook example of how you handle a tie-in. Yeah. And I think that that's why I give it such a high grade because it is a it's – a, it's a masterful way of, of making this issue – Still seem important to the overall story. All right. Any it's not other skippable? Thoughts? Any other thoughts on this issue, pro or con, that we have not mentioned yet? Chi Town, I haven't heard much out of you. Um, I I enjoy the aftermath of this issue where Dark Mark and I were just the Kindred story. We were just chatting back and forth on trying to figure out who he was and all the clues. So mm-hmm. that was a lot of joy enjoyment. I think, like from a fan's perspective and trying to find out who this character is. It really gives us something to talk about, which I think. Uh-huh. I mean, this Spencer is what they tried, tried to, to do. do with what was it, Menace? They were trying to copy the Hobgoblin from the eighties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and this is actually a legit mystery that Spider yeah. fans are interested in and mm-hmm. are debating and are confused. And I oh, hope, yeah. I hope they pull one out from underneath this. I mm-hmm. hope we, none really of us do. saw what's this coming. So, bravo to Spencer for actually giving us a legit mystery. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah but, yeah, but didn't Spencer say in issue number in issue number twenty nine that Randy was Spidey's best pal? Whoever remember who I don't remember Randy Robertson ever being <laughs> Peter's best pal. I mean, they, and they've, wasn't been, Spencer, they've been friends before. I I, I think there was not a time when pal. I think there was a he time doesn't have a best pal besides Mary Jane. I, but whoa, that, whoa, 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 hang on, hold up, hold. Let's let whoa. Number one, he had he and Flash wound up being good friends for a while. That's true. Uh, before Marvel pissed that away, uh, he's had a best friend in Harry. He had a best friend in Harry for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, he lived with Randy. Randy was probably the closest thing he did have to a best friend at the time. Yeah, uh, I mean, after marriage, after yeah, this uh, after is the they same guy who wanted him to thing. sell. This is the same guy who wanted him to sell all his so-called dead wife stuff that he had in storage for money. <laughs> oh my! Some best pal I forgot about that. <laughs> Hey, look, friends. Look, your best friends will say some of the stupidest crap that that we you could possibly think of. 
I mean, I think about how much crap I put up with Berryman, but I consider him <laughs> one of my best online friends. I mean, you know. So, like, there's a distinction between your online and your <laughs> offline? Yeah, well, well see, yeah. see, see, Berryman's kind of blurred that, that line because I've actually broken bread with the man and Bro- shared some. Well, what's wrong with the than, so He's like the Tom Holland Spider Man. He can cross universes. Ooh. <laughs> George was breaking bread oh. because it was made of flour. <laughs> No, well, technically it was flour, corn, tortilla chips, but go ahead. All right, all right. right. Let's do final thoughts on this episode. Uh, Mike, final thoughts, sir. Uh, Well, um, I think we had it. I think there's a couple, again, still liking what Spencer's doing. Um, Really enjoyed kind of the, you know, the Mary Jane issue especially. Um, But I kind of am with JR on this. I kind of hope that he starts wrapping up maybe some of these loose plot threads a little bit because we're now, what, 30 issues in? Um, we're kind of almost what two coming up on two years almost with them. I uh, yeah, for and some it, reason, eight fifty feels like an uh, like a number mm-hmm. that would be a yeah. like a big cabana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, something yeah something something to basically kind of like I, it's obviously we're getting or we're we're our interest is peaked or you know piked yeah. or whatever it is. But again, I kind of feel like you know let's start kind of getting tying stuff together here a little bit. Yeah, so. Uh, final thoughts, Jr. Exactly what what Mike said. I mean, it's like we've had we've had the focus on three different these last three issues. There've been three different stories. You mm-hmm. know, it's like we have the carnage, and then the last one we had we got uh, Fred and the Kingpin. Yeah, and Fred and the Kingpin, and then we have the Chameleon one starting now. And it's like, yeah, let's let's start wrapping them up. It's like Claremont in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of things in the air. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Peter. Final thoughts. My final thought is I don't think Peter and Mary Jane will be remarried. I do, however, think that One More Day will be resolved and addressed, and Peter and MJ will return to the marital status. Yeah. All right, final thoughts. Zach. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I was too busy being on my phone. Uh, <laughs> if you like this video, like, share, and subscribe, and we want to get to 2,000 subscribers oh, soon. Oh, look at that. And uh, be sure to, like, to follow us on Discord, for those that don't know, because somebody... Mentioned yeah. that there's a disc that they didn't know there was a crawlspace Discord. Always go to the front page, and you can find the link up on SpiderManCrawlspace.com. Uh, George, final thoughts, sir. Uh, reading reading the the books, you know that we reviewed tonight. Last uh, three, and, yeah. And and re- and reviewing as we had the last year. Um, I it's weird. While we were talking, I just went back and I was looking. At uh, remember Peter the uh, the review I wrote for ASM number one that you that you handed to Spencer yeah <laughs> uh, the thank you Nick Spencer you know mm-hmm. review uh, that I did for for Spider Man number for ASM number one volume five um, I'm I'm still just floored that I, I'm enjoying the book this much again still a year later looking back you know a year ago remember when I was I was trying to pull Jr across the line and was like Jr take my Kirby hand <laughs> you know. Um, I'm still just so thrilled. Yeah, to, that 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 we've had a year now. You're so negative, George. Of of actual, yeah. comp, of actual competent writing, proper characterization, um, on target humor, and yeah. and someone who is not projecting themselves through the character, the way Slot did. Mm-hmm. Um, but who understands the character on fundamental levels and 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 can convey that in an organic way? Right. So Nick Spencer, if you're watching this, which we we suspect sometimes that, that Spencer listens to the podcast because, like, remember how many times we've gone? It's like it's it, the, the checklist. 
Yeah. You know, it's like, how can, how can I make it right with these guys? Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> well, but, I mean, but, I brought, I made Stegron cool. But I was thinking, pretty hard. I was thinking, even, even as I was reading the, uh, the, the carnage thing, the, the tie in, which is unfortunate. But again, Spencer does the best with what he has and, and tries to find a way to tie it into the main story. Yeah. Um, Really, I'm just I, I I have this tremendous gratitude to Nick Spencer and Nick Lowe and Sibalski. Real quick, so, Jeffrey Jeffrey in YouTube chat wants to know if you think Spencer's 2099 event will get in the way of tying up all these loose ends. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. Unless he's unless this is something that he's kind of like part of his lawn game kind of. I don't thing. know. Is Otley is Otley drawing it? I don't no. know. No, it's well, not. I mean, it's Spencer's idea for this crossover. That's a different than being given a crossover. Yeah, well, that's here's true. the thing. That, 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 I, I like that because it, it shows me that uh, that a he's got energy for for Miguel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and number two, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Out of all the the writers at Marvel right now, and I mean, I'm I'm reading one title that should tell you how much faith I have in Marvel <laughs> right now, right? Mm-hmm. As for, outside mm-hmm. of Spider Man. Um. Oh, the new artist is drawing. If, if, if somebody else other than Peter David is going to write Miguel, I'm glad it's Nick Spencer. Yeah. And I, I'll say this. The last few years of slot were a slog to come and do these. The last few years? Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about on the podcast. Last decade. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there were, I mean, there was ebbs and flows. We tried to like superior was superior. Spider-Man was a, was a kind of a high point of slots run. And I think we enjoyed reviewing those books. Um, but the fact that, that we come in to these review shows and there's excitement and there's energy and there's a want to do these things it doesn't feel like a chore to go yeah. through these these review inter- these review episodes i think is is such a testament to what they've done and how much you know like what you're saying george i'm just echoing a lot of what you're saying but 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 to me i i feel the energy in our in how we're covering these books yeah, except for Jr. because he's just a crotchety old man. I mean, it just feels like it's it feels like a different show than what we've been doing over the last few years. Yep. And and it's not. And I think it's such a positive because I think we were so just down on the books before mm-hmm. because they were crap. They had great artists, but they were you know it was because you know it was just not great work writing. Mm-hmm. And and I think that um, I just I feel energized coming into these books, into these review shows. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, One more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you.